Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Tuesday, July 27th, although you may be listening on your ride home on Monday, July 26th. It's because we dropped this episode a little bit early. We're going to be talking some Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, training camp news and notes with our good pal Jonathan Jones. And the feed is a mailbag episode with Ryan Wilson and John Breach coming up. We'll be covering much more from training camps as they get really going. Football season is kind of approaching. Uh, also approaching the final round of the People's Choice Podcast Awards. We are finalists in the sports category. I know, I can't believe it either. This is the final week to vote. So we need you, podcast listeners, to go to podcastawards.com slash app slash sign up. You log in. It takes five seconds to do so. I feel free to enter Will Brinson, his favorite podcast influencer as well. And then you toggle down to the sports category. We've included that link at the top of the episode description. So if you're in your app, you can just click on it there. And if you nominate pick six and we advance to the final round and we win the award, I will get something tattooed on my body, breaking a sacred vow I had promised myself and my parents that I would never do. Uh, Joining me now to talk about some quarterback stuff, I would imagine. We'll probably, we may cover something else, but I doubt it. Jonathan Jones, JJ, what's up, buddy? What's going on, man? Let's only tell quarterbacks. That's all. I, well, you know, it's it's a lot of times you do these episodes and you, you're you trying to be like, we need to get off the, we need to stop hitting the generic top line stories because it's, you know, we don't want to talk about quarters, but, but to uh, Monday, July 26th, where we were recording this was a huge day in quarterback land because the Packers had their uh, shareholder meeting. Maude from Beulahville, Wisconsin was finally able to tell her uh, tell her feelings <laughs> as, a, as a proud owner of the Packers. <laughs> I don't know. Beulahville's a real. I think it was a Beulahville in North Carolina. Maybe I don't. I don't oh know. man, what a name! I know, but like Maud's like, hey, Mark Murphy, did you get my letter? I am an owner. <laughs> people own the Packers. Do you think? So anyway, they had this big shareholder meeting. Brian Gutekunst, Mark Murphy are pound of the table talking about how much, you know, Aaron Rodgers, they want Aaron Rodgers back. He's the future. They're absolutely not trading him. And then in the middle of this, Ian Rappaport of NFL Network sends out a tweet, contrary to something that Ian Rappaport of NFL Network had sent out on Friday, I believe, saying that Aaron Rodgers would, in in fact, be playing. Uh, What have you heard on the Aaron Rodgers front as it relates to his interest in actually coming back for the Packers this year? Because last week, there had been a, um, rumors around sports. Rumors had caused sports books to pull off the a- a- NFC North odds completely. Yeah. Okay. So while Mark Murphy and Brian, Brian Gutekunst were talking, I was actually on CBS Sports HQ delivering the latest that I had heard in that moment, which was, I believe, and as it stands right now, as we are recording right now, I believe that Aaron Rodgers will report to camp on time. Okay. That, that, yeah. is, that is to avoid the mandatory fines of $50,000 per day. Because he can still report to camp, and as we all know at this point, it's called a hold-in, right? And as we are 
talking about right now, and I was about to get to this point, and I think I've tweeted it, but Adam Schefter is tweeting that the Packers are offering concessions I was and are close to, to an agreement that would bring Aaron Rodgers back. So that's exactly what I was, was talking about. We'll get to that in a little but, bit. But to, it does seem like, are we just, did we just spend three months for a big pile of nothing just so Aaron Rodgers could get a ton of attention and everybody would, is that what this is? Is that what this was? This might have been what this, this was. This does not seem like the big win that Aaron Rodgers wanted it to be at uh, okay. when we were back at the draft. And, you know, he wanted out of Green Bay. He may still want out of Green Bay, but he has come to grips with his reality. Um, so that's that's that. I reported on HQ exactly this, that he could hold in, which is I'm there. I'm going to dare you to find me, Green Bay Packers. I'm not going to go out onto the field. Ah, my leg's not feeling that great. Ah, woke up on the wrong side of the bed until I get what I want. Now, what is that? Are they those concessions which have been vague as I've been trying to figure them out? Is it, hey, bring some of my buddies back? That's what I reported on HQ, whoever they may be. Let me have more say in personnel. Is it money? You can add incentives because he doesn't want to restructure and neither do the Packers because that harms when they're going to be able to trade him Correct. next offseason to wherever he wants to go. Uh, they're not getting rid of Jordan Love. They're not getting rid of Brian Gutekunst. So has Aaron Rodgers sufficiently publicly shamed Brian Gutekunst and Mark Murphy. I think that's in the eye of the beholder. I don't know if he has sufficiently done that to his liking or anyone else's liking. And so if your goal back in late April was to force your way out of Green Bay and maybe go to a place like Denver, and on the eve of training camp, it is you maybe get a buddy of yours to join the team and a couple more incentives, and you have to do all this over again next year, None of that seems like a win, really, for Aaron Rodgers. No, not at all. So, like, if you get Jake Kumaro signed, eh, you, you didn't win. You didn't, you didn't win at all. However, if you so, – now, and this is, I think, what you're getting at. is like, what are these concessions that you hear about that, that, that uh, we just heard that, um, you know, Adam Schefter tweeted about? Is it – to your point, is it – the f- here's the, here's the spectrum on which this could land on one side of the, on one side of the, the spectrum, Jake Kumaro signed on the other side of the spectrum or like Jake Kumaro signed Devontae Adams extension, wh- whatever it is on the other side of the spectrum, you're, you have the final two years of your deal lopped off and you're guaranteed no franchise tag. And you effectively neutered the Packers hopes of, of dealing with you next off season. Mm-hmm. How likely do you think it is? And that's, We'd heard Mike Silver float that. I, I think Peter King had kind of floated the same thing and early a few weeks ago had been poo-pooed. Um, do you think that's likely at all? That that feels like something, if you're the Packers, why would you do that? Yeah, and that, that's the thing. The Packers have the leverage there, so you yeah. wouldn't necessarily do that. If there is a gentleman's a handshake agreement, I don't think there's any way that they could write this into any sort of contract that, hey, we will definitely trade you no matter what next year. You can't do that. But if everyone understands, hey, we're going to suffer through this season together uh, and hopefully we're going to win a championship. Maybe that'll change your mind, but short of actually winning a world championship, you're gone. We agree to that. And we will do everything in our power to, to help you find a landing spot because the Jordan right. Love pick has to be way, Like we are really recording this as Schefter's tweeting this. So, yeah. I, and, and, um, and I, 
if you need anyway no no i mean i've reported all this this is exactly what i talked about on on hq i mean it's it's he wants to work i literally said hey is this going to be a hold-in where he finally gets his concessions and then 2022 we do this whole thing over again i think that was like literally my ending line and that's what's being reported right now and now Schefter followed up his other tweet said this new agreement once finalized would help set up aaron Rodgers' departure from green bay after this season so in other words, what we're talking about is the far end of the spectrum, apparently, where, all right, we're going to try and make 2021 fun for you. There's motivation there because you will be a free agent or you will be traded to a new team if you play what, like, the better you play, the more likely, you know, the, the better compensation you'll get, whether it's finances or trade or whatever it is. Um, and Mutually beneficial there. Exactly. It is mutually beneficial for Aaron Rodgers to play in at a high level in 2021 for the Green Bay Packers. Now, the question is, we saw Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams on Instagram. And I was trying to explain this to my cousins who I had lunch with yesterday. I was like, yeah, so I basically have to watch like Aaron Rodgers Instagram now. That's what our job has become. But they both posted a photo of your 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 hero, your childhood hero, Michael yeah. Jordan and Scottie Pippen in the last dance season. Is this a last dance for Aaron Rodgers then? I mean, I, I think that's the the – what they were going for. I think there was a couple people who correctly pointed out and Tim Grover, the, the trainer of Michael Jordan, former trainer to Kobe Bryant guy who has an excellent book out on winning that I'm currently reading right now. He posted it and was like, Hey, you two together have won zero championships. Like Jordan and Pippen won six together. Like they, they were five going on six in this whole last dance idea. So maybe not compare yourself, but you know, we, we remember back when all this started in April about how Aaron Rodgers, the report, I think it was Bob McGinn who said that, hey, he was referring to Gutekunst as Jerry Krause, right? Mm. Uh, and so there's a lot of last dance where Devontae Adams, unhappy with uh, the contract terms right now. And Devontae Adams is clearly Scottie Pippen in this. And Scottie Pippen was not happy with his contract terms there going into that 98 season. And you have Aaron Rodgers who... Uh, you know, if he's like Jordan in some way, it's that, yeah, you're older, but you still have plenty left in the tank. Um, uh, so, and I think Jordan was coming off an MVP season in 97 and then lost it to Carl Malone. We don't have to keep going on all those, I, you know. But anyway, that's what they were going for. Looks like it's going to be a last dance. And Devontae Adams, and this is what was clear um, when this happened, I think on Friday with Devontae Adams, he doesn't want to tie himself to Green Bay and to <laughs> Jordan I Love. So the, when, when the contact, contract talks broke off, unless you're going to make him, without question, the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL, and that, that surpasses DeAndre Hopkins at 25 point something million dollars per year, unless you're going to do that with the contract structure that he wants, heck no. Yeah. Uh-uh. And that, I think that spelled really on Friday started spelling a lot of what we've seen uh, so far. Yeah, it's, um, it's wild how quickly this turned. And it, I mean, it does make you wonder – I mean, what, I mean, what, actually, I take it back. If Rodgers is getting this set up where he comes back for one more year in Green Bay and then gets to go somewhere else, and he is 100% guaranteed to go somewhere else of his choosing next offseason, which TBD on that as well, because the Packers are going to have to make those concessions. If that is the case, then I do consider this a win for Aaron Rodgers because I, could he have? But could he have forced his way out without saying a word this offseason? Could he have still forced his way out in 2022? Because at that point, Jordan Love is now sitting on the bench for a second consecutive year. Maybe have never even gotten a jersey yeah. yet again, and or well, he would have gotten a jersey. He wouldn't have gotten into a game. Right. And, and now, and now you're threatening a third year. 
right. of yeah. him not doing So uh, you could have never said a word, played for him, and then this all could have happened again. Yeah, it's. I think the problem is, and you know, we heard the talks that that Aaron Rodgers has turned down, and you, you probably, Aaron Rodgers turned down the, the lucrative contract extension. But like yeah. the phrasing, the phrasing that always comes with it is that ties him to the Packers. Yes. And to me, when you say ties him to the Packers, that does not mean he is fully guaranteed uh, a contract for the you know for five, he doesn't have a fully guaranteed contract for five years. No. Um, no, but it offered him a lot of upfront money. Uh, but yeah, it really, it would have given him a lot more money and then it kind of would have kicked the can down the road of the issues that he already has there with management. Correct. And so this looks like it could be the best case scenario for both parties if the Packers are correct about Jordan Love. Now, if the Packers are wrong about Jordan Love and they're wrong about how much Aaron Rodgers has left. Huge mistake. What's that? Then it's a huge mistake. Then it's the worst case for the Packers and Brian Gutekunst and Mark Murphy because and, and Matt LaFleur because they are going to have their feet held to the fire if Rodgers is lighting them up in Denver after this year. It may also be it, – it's interesting, too, because now all of a sudden, if there's an additional year here, it opens the opens up widely the number of teams who could potentially yep. go after Aaron Rodgers. You know, the, the Patriots, they drafted Mac Jones, and they have Cam Newton, but – Maybe they feel like Mac Jones isn't ready. The Panthers traded for Sam Darnold. Maybe that doesn't work out in 2021, and they decide to say, "Hey, look, Aaron, we got plenty, plenty of stuff going on here." Obviously, yeah. you know the 49ers are probably out on him now after giving up three first rounders. But there are a lot more teams who could be in on Aaron Rodgers, whether it's in free agency uh, or in in a trade. As a, and we had, again, we have to see how this all plays out. But well, it and I know that I know that we're going to touch on Deshaun Watson, but and I, I tweeted about this earlier. But if Russell Wilson is still very serious about getting out of Seattle. And we know that that was, hey, I want out. Okay, well, let's hit pause and we'll see next year. Then what if Russell Wilson's gone from Seattle? Then you could see Aaron Rodgers potentially there. The one that has the very much that will be open, that should have a, a championship caliber team ready to go, is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Because it's hard to imagine that Ben Roethlisberger is going to be the quarterback in 2022 there. Sure, and, and they, don't, they, don't, they don't have anything else. Um, you know, there's no up. succession plan right now. Correct. It's not we 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 understand it's not Mason Rudolph, Josh Jobs, or Dwayne Haskins. Oh, and the, so the you Steelers can, don't seem to understand it's not Mason Rudolph, but we uh, do. well no. Uh, look at the Washington football team who decided not to go the big high paid free agent uh, quarterback veteran quarterback. They went with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Decided not to sell the farm to trade up to get a Justin Fields, and we're going to try their luck next year at quarterback be it through the draft or in free agency. So there's about to be a ton of quarterback movement. Look at Atlanta, right? They restructured Matt Ryan's deal, may restructure him again in order to move him uh, in another way. Atlanta could open up for someone. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to go. But you start playing out all of these scenarios, and really any team outside of a San Francisco, a, a Chicago, may, if Mac Jones is terrible, uh, we'll, we'll see about that. But here's the other thing, Will. If Tom Brady and the Buccaneers win again and go back to back and everyone is seeing there what a veteran quarterback with some left in the tank, just just do what he says, fill in around him and you're going to get the job done. So many options open up for Aaron Rodgers. Agreed. Um, and not to I'm not trying to read Adam Schefter's Twitter feed. Uh, you know, it's like. You know, you're Jason Lockham for you guys are positioned as NFL insiders at CBS. You just happen to be stuck on the phone with me as we as we were recording. And and I mean, we respect Shafter, right? Like I don't I don't, I don't what I'm doing. I'm trying not to undermine anything that you want while also acknowledging that Shafter is somehow rapid firing out these freaking uh, 
the, he said the pat right, so the 2023 year in Aaron Rodgers contract the last one in his current deal would be voided with no tags allowed in the future the Packers would agree to review Aaron Rodgers' situation at the end of the season, and Aaron Rodgers' contract would be adjusted with no loss of income this year to give the Packers more cap room. In other words, basically, they're going to lop off one year, leave one year left on Aaron Rodgers' contract, so that way they can. there's a mechanism in there, and there's mechanisms built in to address his future. What you would think, J.J., is that means if he's not traded by X date, then that... 2022 year would void that would be my best educated guess there that's a pretty complex thing to build into a contract but not entirely possible like if i guess you could restructure where if aaron Rodgers is still on the packers on the third day of the new league year in 2022 his contract voids and then he's free to sign wherever he wants which would essentially hold up all of free agency if he hasn't already been traded by then and that's the thing is that no team that would be interested in Aaron Rodgers would want it to get to that point where it really is sort of a, a sweepstakes. And I don't think the league would even really let that happen where, OK, Aaron Rodgers walks and Green Bay gets nothing except a compensatory pick in the next year's draft. While this team who had the back room deal with Aaron Rodgers can just sign him without giving any draft picks up. He's going to be traded to a team that he ultimately wants to play for. And that team is going to have to give up a couple first round picks or something commensurate to that. That's what's ultimately going to happen. Also, Will, I need to go do an HQ hit. New CBS Monday. Federal agents. Here's where we can see them. NCIS Hawaii is back. New criminals to catch. Armed robbery, aggravated assault, murder. And new investigations to be solved. These guys were good, but even masters make mistakes. Vanessa Lachey and featuring LL Cool J. Violin Island, you got it. Welcome to paradise. A new NCIS Hawaii, Monday, 10, 9 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Gather your besties. We are very exclusive. And get ready. Mom, go make snacks. For sure, Regina. For the movie that hits like a bus. In a good way. No one died. Mean Girls. Made at PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. So JJ's back from HQ. We have all have, you know, you, uh, you changed, you've changed outfits twice. I went and... Um, I actually forgot the hat I was wearing downstairs. I didn't want to wear a different hat in case people are watching on YouTube and wondering what the hell is going on. Right. right. At some point, there'll be a haircut in my future. Um, at any rate, the Aaron Rodgers thing, I mean, this saga is o- over? Almost Ooh. over? Um, almost over. Okay. Because the whims of Aaron Rodgers can, can change. Uh, so I was cautioned by a source earlier uh, that it, it's not done, but – it could be done for, for someone not named Aaron Rodgers, It would basically be done. Um, you know, it's interesting. So I walked downstairs in between the break when we were doing this podcast and my wife was down there. She looks up the TV. She goes, I hate this guy. I was like, you know, what's funny honey, <laughs> is that 10 years ago, her, her great quote that she said before we got married was, I swear if Brett Favre, uh, blank redacted, and goes to redacted, I'm going to kill him. And I, I like she said something. It was, I don't. I don't want to associate Brett Favre with what the act that she said, but it was basically like, uh, you know, uh, it, it was it was something that would be highly illegal and okay. uh, put him in jail for a long time. Got and, it. And so, uh, and, I, and I told her, you know, ten years ago, 
you were worried about Brett Favre stealing away your family time. And now it's Aaron Rodgers doing the same thing. It is decidedly Favian how he's sort of dragging everybody into this maelstrom. But it does seem like now I want to text over Pete Prisco. And Pete Prisco seems to think that Roger Rodgers caved. Packers won. They got what they want. I, I disagree. I, I don't I don't think that I think it's a win-win is what I think. I think this is a good compromise for everybody involved because it does sound like if the Packers can make whatever concessions they have to make, and apparently one of them, as you'll point out in a second, is trading for Randall Cobb, which, okay. Um, <laughs> Sign Jake Coomer. We weren't that far off. Uh, apparently one of them is trading for Randall Cobb. If they get him – if he gets in and he comes back for this year, he will either ha- he will either be traded where he wants or be given his release next offseason, which we had touched on earlier in the pod. And we he, would, had- he would be traded. He would not be released. He would be traded. Right, right, right. But, uh, I mean – I would assume, though, that there will be built-in machinations to ensure that's right that if he is not that he is traded, and if in other words, the Packers can't say, "Well, you actually are still good, and Jordan Love isn't working out, and Denver won't give us what we want." That's that's right. So yeah, we I know I know that we're in a country that's like kind of built off conspiracy theories and whatnot, but uh, and I, I tweeted this, and it's kind of for good reason. But I tweeted this and like short of Aaron Rodgers, like getting past the NFC title game and getting to the Super Bowl and and certainly winning the Super Bowl. He's not. This is it. And it's everybody come to the table, get your best options available uh, together right now. And you got a six, seven month head start here. And short of uh, the Green Bay Packers being the NFC representative in Super Bowl 56 in L.A., he's going to be available to a team that he wants to go to. Sure. That, and and that and that makes sense. I mean, I think that um, you know, if you're and if you're the Packers, maybe you do hold out hope that Rodgers wins you a Super Bowl and says, you know what, let's not void that year. I don't want to be traded. And that's so that, right. And that's why you build it like this to give yourself outs in every possible instance. And now, now, but will you say it's a win-win for both sides? And you say it's a uh, what was your word? Logical compromise, maybe, or reasonable compromise. For for reasonable people who at the start of this said, where's Rogers going to go? And I'm talking about Pete Prisco, and I said that he's a reasonable person, and I understand uh, what well, I'm I saying when I say down that. Down on, on, on what qualifies as a reasonable <laughs> But he said, what's Rogers going to do? He's going to retire? He's going to go host Jeopardy? No, I mean, he's, he's going to play for the Packers. Rogers did not want to play for the Green Bay Packers a couple of months ago. As sure. he, he, he did not. And so the fact that he is continuing to play for the Green Bay Packers – that's somewhat of an L, right? The fact that he is not Rod- going to be paid for Rodgers. Correct. The fact that he's not going to be paid $45 million by the Green Bay Packers, which it would be difficult for him to be paid just $45 million this year, but keep the same exact structure and, hey, just pay me 20 you know, whatever, however many more million. That wasn't going to happen. That's also a loss for Rodgers. Absolutely. And so while it may – appear to be a reasonable compromise based off if you were on the side of what's he really going to do? Of course, he's going to come back and play. Then you would say, well, hey, he got some concessions and he didn't hang the team out to dry throughout training camp. And he comes in rusty and they start 0-4 or or whatever. And now he's saying relax. But he didn't want to be here. And now he's here. No, I I agree. Now, uh, my argument would be that that's part of what makes a compromise a compromise is that you don't it's not a win. A, you know, a compromise is not a uh, a sweeping, unen- unencumbered victory over somebody. It is both sides agreeing. And, and in that sense, you're right. You're right. Like, the Packers are saying, we'll let you go after this year. 
They might have been doing that anyway. You know, that's right. I mean, how long were they just going to waste Jordan Love's rookie contract? I mean, they they traded up for in the first round to get Jordan Love, a first round quarterback. And so are you going to waste year one, which you did? Now you're going to waste year two and you're hopeful that you waste year two if you're the Green Bay Packers. Right. And yeah. so th- if, if Rodgers is going to play in 2023, you've now wasted three of the four years that you have him on a cost controlled rookie contract. You have totally wasted the pick. This is where I will give Pete Prisco credit. He tweeted out something, and, and this is not something unique to what Pete is saying, but it is a good point in the moment, and I agree with it, and I've been saying it. The whole notion that you gave Aaron Rodgers the contract extension that you gave him and then simultaneously drafted Jordan Love at the time that you drafted him shows that it was a poor evaluation on the part of the Packers of, That's right. of Aaron Rodgers. If you thought that who he was after 2019 – was who he would be moving forward, and that's why you drafted Jordan Love. You screwed up because he was the league MVP last year. You could have gotten him a first round wide receiver or gotten him a gotten a, chip, a blue chip defensive player. You didn't have to draft the quarterback. You could have let him play out twenty nineteen. You could have let him play out twenty twenty. Maybe he needed. Maybe Jordan Love helped motivate him. Whatever, but you know you could have let him play twenty twenty. Let him play twenty twenty one, and then you draft your quarterback next offseason, you have more freedom, more flexibility. And you're, as you point out, you're not wasting this rookie contract that you're wasting for Jordan Love. Jordan Love is eligible for a freaking extension after next year. And he probably <laughs> won't have taken a single snap. I mean, what are you doing, Green Bay? It was, it was an absolute mistake when they drafted him. And I took some heat for saying this a couple of months ago, but I, I called him the worst pick of that draft because of what it has done to the franchise. And it's not, it's not who's uh, Isaiah Wilson with the Tennessee Titans who was drafted and he played what, like four snaps and he's out of the league and he's never coming back into the league. Right. Or and, was it Lynn Bowden last year or was he, yeah, he was two years. He was last year. Yeah, and, and so like, and people were like, Oh, he's already out of the league. Well, you know what? Isaiah Wilson took like four more snaps than Jordan Love did last year. And he, at the end of this year, he will have still probably taken four more snaps than Jordan Love. And 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 in drafting him, you've also now, uh, you know, the league MVP is furious. And if he has an incredible year next year, but you guys don't go to the Super Bowl and don't win the Super Bowl, he is now gone. And now here you have this guy. It was a terrible pick then. And you're and you and Pete are absolutely right. Their evaluation process, either in in Aaron Rodgers or in Jordan Love, one of the two, if not both was flawed correct and sorry that was my mother calling me back on my on my land my sky fly not actually seen since, since you don't have a cell phone what's the deal with Aaron Rodgers um <laughs> uh, anyway yes no I agree completely it is it's a botched job by the Packers and it does sort of show the how the NFL is built in terms of player and team power that the Packers could screw this up so royally and still get Aaron Rodgers to come back and play for him anyway, because at the end of the day, he wasn't willing to walk away from all of that money, that chance to win a Super Bowl, et cetera, et cetera. And that goes back to the CBA from this past year, where I've talked about the era of player empowerment uh, for, for several years, dating back to my days at Sports Illustrated, and that the NFL was going to move in the way of the NBA. But the thing that was always going to keep the NFL from becoming this NBA-like free-for-all was the franchise tag. Correct. And it's a it's an absolute non-starter for NFL team owners. But you you look at that and then you look at what was a huge, huge loss for the PA and for the players in this last CBA negotiation was 
Uh, if you're not on your rookie deal, you can't hold out of training camp or else you're fined $50,000. Well, it's not worth it to even hold out a week, right? I mean, that's that's legitimate money. Sean Watson has 22 civil lawsuits pending against him, and he's still showing up to training camp because he didn't want to lose the 50K. That's exactly, exactly. And so that was a huge loss where there is still so much power and control baked into the management side versus the labor that yes, it was always going to be difficult. And in, in using that construct and those pillars, it was always going to be difficult for Aaron Rodgers to free himself and, and decide where he wanted to go. But I did think in reporting this earlier on, uh, certainly back in April and into May, that if someone could do it, it would be someone as smart and as coy and as cunning as Aaron Rodgers, who also had enough of a grudge and was such a world-class grudge holder that he would say, you know what? find me. You know what? Not going to show up. You got your quarterback? Go ahead and play Jordan Love. And ultimately, at the end, it didn't work out in his favor. I think he blinked. That's okay that he blinked. Sure. We still have plenty of respect for him. Cam Chancellor blinked several years ago back when he was with Seattle. Remember when he was holding out and then he came back and didn't have any more money. Those things happen to great players who, uh, who we think could get out of things. Aaron couldn't get out of it. Yeah, and I also think part of the blinking probably has to do with, you know, you see David Bakhtiari tweeting on Monday about, oh, Aaron and I aren't that close friends, I guess, if he's not telling me that. And he's being sarcastic. Of course, Mike, right. Florio, Mike Florio writes a story about it anyway because, you know, uh, NFL content in 2021. Um, Devontae Adams posting on, you know, as we pointed out, the, the Scotty, the Jordan thing. There are a lot of guys on that roster that he's really good friends with and that he knows it's not just – it's not like Carson Palmer and the Bengals where Carson said, you know what? This is this is bad for me to be there. I, I want out. I, I know this franchise stinks. Aaron Rodgers is leaving a lot of friends in the lurch if he walks away from this team and saying, hey, look, I know we have a, a, a Super Bowl caliber roster, but now you're going to play with Jordan Love. And so I think that probably had something to do with it. And uh, speaking of friends, by the way, Randall Cobb, did we, did we, Randall Cobb is sort of the linchpin here, right? Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say linchpin. I know you're joking, but just to be clear, not necessarily the linchpin. Like this does not all, I think the phrase was hinge on Randall Cobb coming back to Green Bay, but uh, that is a concession that Rodgers absolutely wants. And a source, and Trey Wingo, uh, report formerly of ESPN, uh, he reported that out, that it hinged on Randall Cobb for Aaron Rodgers to come back. I'm not sure that it hinges on, but a source told me that that deal of uh, Randall Cobb Currently with the Houston Texans. Acquired Randall Cobb from the Texans somehow. Yes. And the and when you start piecing it together, what did the Texans do over the weekend? They traded for Anthony Miller of the Chicago Bears. These things start to make sense that the wheels have been in motion for the last couple of days. Okay, well, here's what's going to happen. So, you know, I have some folks on Twitter saying, oh, is that what it hinges on? Well, then, well, we, the Houston Texans, want three first-round picks for Randall Cobb. <laughs> right. We get it. And the, and the Packers may have to overpay just a little bit. They may have to. But the fact is, the Packers are going to get back so many of those draft picks when they trade Aaron Rodgers. Or, more importantly, it's not going to matter, Will. Well, if and when they win the Super Bowl and right. paid a little bit more to get Randall Cobb back to Green Bay. Correct. And uh, in hindsight, maybe you should have drafted somebody other than just Amari Rodgers in the draft uh, this past year. And, of course, Jordan Love the year before that. But that is a, a lot more to unpack. This is the not really emergency. This is the not really emergency, but kind of emergency. Aaron What's Rodgers. the number you call, like, not 911 when it's a non-emergency? Oh, 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 yeah, like the police station. 
No, right. this, is, this is like eight, is you, a six one one is the line that you call if like you accidentally expose a, like a gas line or something like that. That's, right. it's not, That's murder, what this pot is. Yeah, a murder hasn't taken place, but we do have an exposed gas line, and, and we, we are worried there could be an ex- no explosion has taken place. But we're worried there could be an explosion. Um, JJ, always fun to talk to you, buddy. Thanks, uh, thanks so much for doing this and for hopping back on back on and off uh, in the middle of HQ. We will talk to you soon, man. Appreciate it, brother. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Is that all the oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus.